1: It's a, like a warm, hearty welcome to you, the listener out there. My name is Willem Klopper, I am your host, and in this episode, I have a conversation with three representatives of Amalulu, a pioneer in dry sanitation technology in South Africa. We'll be discussing Amalulu's products, their work and projects to inform the world about the tremendously positive impact it has on society and how it contributes to making the world a better place. Now, because of how interesting this conversation is about the awesome, interesting, innovative concept and product that we're going to discuss in this episode, this episode is slightly longer than our usual 30-minute mark, but I promise you that it is well worth the time. So with me in studio today, I have three gentlemen from Amalulu. So in the first place, I have Mr. Rocky Malebojo and I have Mr. Mpoh Matabate and I have Mr. Lumar Furi. Gentlemen, thanks a Stack for joining me in the studio today for this conversation uh, and thanks for your time and your effort. Thank thanks, you very much thanks, for your Just before we continue our conversation, I'd like for us to just take a quick ad break and to our listeners out there, we will be right back right after this.
2: Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. All
1: right. So I think that this is going to be certainly one of the most interesting conversations that I've had in all of my podcasts. Uh, It's certainly one of the most interesting products that I've come across. And um, yes, I, I want to I want to delve right into the juicy details of what Amalulu is, what you guys do, your products, your projects that you're involved in. But before we get there, I would like for each of you just to give a brief introduction of yourself to the audience. Rocky, if we can start with you, please.
3: From the right hand side, thanks, yeah. uh, thanks, Willem. um I, As you said, I'm Rocky Malibor, and uh, I am the Project manager for the company, and um, I've started with the company um, like in twenty ten, and uh, I am now responsible for for spearheading the the, the sanitation um, for households and for for schools.
1: Yeah. it's it's a, good, it's a good twelve years that you've been with Amalula.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's a good twelve years. Yeah,
1: thanks. Well established yourself in in the company, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm?
2: Yes. My name is Mpo Matabate. Uh, Within the company, I'm responsible for stakeholders management. I'm managing all the stakeholders that are linked to the company, specifically the municipalities and and the water sector leader, Department of Water and Sanitation. I'm also responsible for managing project on site assisting on the on the sales part of the marketing i'm also involved there Uh, so that is my role i've joined the company in 2015 but i was having a link a previous link with the company since 2003 with the 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 founder of the company mr lucas Forey.
1: Yeah, that's that's quite an extensive period of time that you've been involved with Amalulu. Yeah. Um, and it and it sounds, uh, I can almost say, a, a jack of all trades. A regular all-rounder, we call them in <laughs> cricket, hey? <laughs> <laughs> Someone is involved in everything, every part of the company. <laughs> Lumar, yourself.
0: Yes, uh, like you said, my name is Lumar Furi. I'm the operational director of uh, Amalulu. My role basically covers all aspects of the company and departments. And... Uh, I also spend a lot of time in the research and development uh, department of the company.
1: That's awesome. Uh, did I hear uh, correctly when Humpo said that uh, Lucas free is, is the, was he the founder of the company? Yes, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. Is that, is that is he related to you? Yeah, that's my
0: father. So he started the company back in 1986. So the company is going strong for 36 years now. And uh, I joined the company back in 2007, and yeah, I never looked back.
1: That's awesome, because one of my next questions would have been, let's talk about Amalulu, the company. Um, I wanted to find out uh, what exactly is Amalulu? Um, what what are your services and your products and, and what type of projects are you involved in? So Amalulu basically specializes uh,
0: in sanitation solutions and products. Uh, we mostly focus on dry sanitation technologies. Uh, we've developed our own IP and, and solution. And uh, we also do other types of sanitation as well, waterborne sanitation, low flush systems as well. Um, but it's more alternative options than your, you know, normal urban sanitation solutions.
3: Mm. Yeah, um, I think uh, again, let's let's start with the name, Amalulu.
1: It's lulu. Lu, Lu. Yeah. So I'm yeah, Lu. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: It's um, it's uh, it's it's. Yeah, I think um, it's derived from the you know uh, Ahmad Lukluk, Look um, the, the under twenty one, uh-huh. Well, that was sponsored by Sasol. They call them Ahmad Lukluk. <laughs> yeah. Then it comes from there and Atlantis. lends Lu, It's toilets. It's Amma Amma toilets. Yeah. Yeah. Amalulu. Yeah. I mean, but the, uh, yeah, the name of the company is Bertram, but it trades. Uh, as
1: Amalulu. Trades as Amalulu. Yeah.
3: And because you get confusion sometimes when people ask you exactly what is uh, what is Amalulu. Uh, because
1: I wanted to still ask how Betrim is involved and because I, I see in your, in your email addresses that you, your email address has the name Betrim in it.
0: Yeah. So the company actually started in 1986 uh, developing precast concrete window and door frames. Uh, and then uh, we started specializing in sanitation in the early 2000s. And then we actually started trading as Amalulu. Um, so that's where Betrum actually comes
1: from uh, originally. So where where are you guys based? Where do you operate from? And what is the footprint? In other words, so you can be based in whatever town. But the fact is, where do you operate? Where Where is your footprint? Where do you serve? Yeah. So
0: we are based in Pretoria, um, in sport industrial area. And then we have another, that's our head office. And then we have another branch in Bloemfontein as well, a factory that uh, we also produce products from there. And then uh, we serve on a national and international basis. Uh, our main focus is within South Africa. But we have serviced quite a few countries, neighboring countries as well. Uh, we've done a lot of work in Lesotho. We do uh, a lot of the school uh, sanitation projects in Namibia as well. We've done Zambia, Mozambique, and then uh, recently we started moving into Latin America as well.
2: And uh, just to add also the the, the other service that we are also providing, uh, we not only provide a a physical product, we also cater for our client in terms of training. We train them how to uh, install uh, our, our technology, and we also provide a technical support on site Hmm. during the construction phase. And uh, we have also introduced what you call Amalulu app. Uh, You can download it free. Um, So the app is also assisting people who are responsible for the construction work on site. Hmm. Whether it can be a community-based labor-intensive construction or is a main contract who has been appointed by the municipalities to construct those uh, uh, toilets. We assist them with the app. The app can, you can even order the material on app. You can manage your construction on app and you can generate a report out of the app, the construction report. So anything which are related to project, you know, construction activities, you can able to uh, download and share those reports with with your client. So we have that app. And uh, the project that we are engaged in, uh, like uh, Luma was saying, we work on the household sanitation program Uh, with the municipality. I think uh, Amalulu has distributed or supplied almost 170,000 households in South Africa. Sure. Yeah, so, you know, since we started, we work in in, almost with all the municipalities in South Africa. And those are the programs that we're involved in. Is a household sanitation program. And uh, the other program that we have started when we introduced what you call Amalulu operational maintenance program. We started as a pilot project. The reason for that, we want to guarantee sustainability in our technology. We don't only sell the product and move out. We want to be part of the communities so that we take full responsibility on our technology. And so that's why we have introduced the operation maintenance program to say the O&M is not only on the water, sewer circulation infrastructure, even on site sanitation you can do the operation and maintenance. And you can even guarantee a sustainability and the lifespan of that particular technology. So that's why we're involved. I think Rogi will also share with you the SAFE program where we're working with Department of Education and Training.
3: You are th- well, Yeah, thanks, yeah, thanks. yeah. I, I actually wanted to, to say uh, the way Mpa was mentioned in the numbers of um, the units that we have already sent out to the households, it's I think it's yeah, more than 500,000. So it's like um, if you... Drive around across Africa, you have to see Amalulu. If you if you don't see Amarulu, it means you're at the end of Africa. <laughs> 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 that's that, that that's how big we are. Um <laughs> talk and, about a footprint. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um I've got um a, a opportunity to work um directly at the uh, safe program. It was in twenty eighteen when the president, Sir uh, Ramaphosa, um, called a meeting at Sheraton Hotel uh, to come uh, and, and request the, the uh, private sector to come on board to come and assist the government with uh, um, eradicating unsafe pit latrines. Mm. Um, our CEO happened to be there and then he made a pledge that uh, we will be part of this uh, SAFE program. SAFE, uh, it simply means uh, sanitation appropriate for, for education. The reason for, for SAFE to be established was uh, uh, the department have um, schools that had old unsafe pit latrins. Uh, there was a case in Limpopo where a young boy called uh, Michael Gomaby fell in and unfortunately lost his life because of that. And then there was another one in um, Eastern Cape, Lumka. I think uh, I forgot the same name now. She she also uh, fell in and then uh, she lost her life. So the president saw it fit that um, he um, uh, called the private sector to come on board to fast track uh, the process because uh, if you check on the government, they have their own processes. Uh, there's a lengthy uh, uh, red tapes and bureaucracies for them to get the funds going to to the project. The budget is there, mm. but for for the uh, custodians of those uh, that that money to to be used, it takes time. So we were on board, and then we were given opportunity to start. Uh, we pledged, I think, ten schools. If if I'm not wrong, we pledged 10 schools that were a priority for them, that they were on a dire situation. And then we have done them from our own pocket just to assist. uh, I think we've done three in the Eastern Cape and three in Limpopo. And um, three Eastern Cape, three Limpopo, and um, KZN also. Yeah, And um, there was a custodian, uh, how can I put it, the custodian? Uh, the organization that works closely with the the de, uh, Department of Education that is going to manage those funds. Mm. Uh, we had, um, again, the private funders that came on board, um, which uh, they put money into the, those organizations and then they approached us to go and do those toilets for them. Well, um, it's very sad when we get to the site, it's... These um, learners had nothing, mm. nothing at all, open defecation. Mm. And it's so sad to see um, the young ones going, uh, when the nature call number two, mm. they do it like at an open field, schools don't have um, fences, they don't have you know safety. And then uh, after we put up the Amalulu structures up, we brought back the smile. Mm. Every, yeah, everyone was so happy. The principals, the learners themselves—it was jubilations everywhere. And then we got opportunity to get the minister of education to come and um, do handover uh, of the structures to the first school that we have done. It was in in KZN, at that side of Saint Lucia. She came down there to do um, to do the handover, and we checked um we 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 all, all always go back and check the impact of what we have done with uh with with this uh our, our product we find that um you know girls in particular uh, when they are on their days they will bunk school because of there is nothing yeah Boys, yeah, boys will be boys mm. uh, they can urinate okay. uh, around the school anyway yeah it <laughs> yeah but i'm i'm happy um we we were so available to to the call that the president have made, and then we joined hands with the with the d b e and the, the custodians of their funds to roll out this project, and uh, yeah, we have done i can safely say more than. Three hundred schools, uh, three hundred schools to date, sure. yeah, um, across Eastern Cape, KZN, and um, and 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 Limpopo. And when we started, um, the department, they have the so-called norms and standard. When we started, we started on the blank sheet. We just uh, sent out the the toilet the way we saw it fit because we master. This is our 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 product, but we sat uh, down with the department, and then they outlined their norms and standard that we, we had to be we had to adhere to, and then we developed that with them. Uh, it we actually started everything on paper uh, to how the toilet should be positioned, uh, land accounts, how many toilets per school, um, uh, how the project should should unfold. So, yeah, I'm quite excited that we are heading the right direction now. Um, There's budgets that is being given to the custodians and projects are are rolling out. Yeah, we are busy.
1: Just before we continue our conversation, I'd like for us to just take a quick ad break. And to our listeners out there, we will be right back right after this. App Plumber is not only about empowering you with information, but also about convenience. Log into the PIRB's audited system through App Plumber and purchase or log a COC. Follow an audit process. Log and monitor your CPD. Check your PIRB invoices. Update your PIRB profile details. Even do your renewals. All in the palm of your hand. App Plumber. Everywhere you go, there we are.
2: Welcome to the Plumbing Industry Registration Board. How can I help you? Hi. I'm here to log in my COCs, but I seem to be having an issue with my computer. No problem. But did you know that you can log your COCs using an app on your cell phone? Oh, what app is that? It's called The App Plumber. Do you have a smartphone with you? Yes, I do. Oh, well, let me show you how it works.
1: Not only can you access your PRB profile on The App Plumber, but you can also earn CPD points while exploring the plumbing industry in the palm of your hand. Download the app from Google Play Store and join thousands of other happy users. You know, I keep I keep hearing, you know, about the fact that uh, there are people who don't, and I know this. I mean, having been involved in the in the in the plumbing sector for two and a half years now, and having had many podcasts and interviews with plumbers themselves and plumbing companies, etc., the plumbing industry bodies. Um, You know that there are just about almost four billion people around the globe that don't have access to the basic human need or requirement of Uh, you know, functional toilet or something is proper sanitation and those kind of things. So let's get back to that because, I mean, offline, just before we started recording, we spoke about dignity and civilization and what makes us civil, what makes us human, what differentiates us from from animals. Um, You spoke about the people at the schools not having anywhere to go. And, I mean, that that takes away that human dignity. Um, So let's get to... What was the drive for Umu, uh, Amalulu, and and for it to start, and for you to sort of say, let's let's think innovatively, let's get some product to make a difference in the world? What was that drive?
2: Yeah, yeah. When I think uh, Mr. Fori came up with the idea, the CEO, uh, he he focused on what do you call uh, to close what do you call a sanitation loop. Right, and uh, remember, in sanitation loop, you don't only focus on the one element of 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 addressing a problem or a challenge in the, in mm. a society. You cover almost all the aspect, and uh, so that's why the priority for us, if you can see our slogan, we are building a healthy nation. Mm. It was about health health issues. Yes, uh, the sanitation is about health. Yes, yeah, we have to address that and uh, and restore the dignity of the mm. people, obviously because of the poor sanitation that they are having and uh, and in the process of doing that will obviously create job opportunity for people will contribute to the economy, mm. so which means we we also also cater for other elements of economic development, social development, but the priority. Is a is a health development Mm. of 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 people who have been denied access to uh, appropriate sanitation. So that was the foundation for 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 the CEO to say, "Let me focus there, because sanitation is about people. Sanitation is about health. Sanitation is about restoring restoring dignity of the people." Yeah, so that's why we are we I think we are proud that uh, Amalule's managed to close that sanitation loop. And uh, I think the Department of Water and Sanitation, they've also recognized that because they came up with the the sanitation value chain. And uh, when we participated in their meeting, that was the, where they were discussing about come up with a strategy to manage on-site sanitation, uh, human uh, solid waste. We we're part of that uh, discussions. And we invited them to say, we have already started. We are in advance regarding that. You know, join us so that we can expose you to our uh, 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 technology because we have that uh, sanitation value chain which is is almost done. They visited our our pilot project in in Genfest in Limpopo, and they were happy because we we also it's not only about the sanitation loop, but we also managed to cover the value chain of sanitation, which means if people are using toilet. Uh, we do. We know that the, the waste that are accumulated inside the, the bottom structure uh, will be taken to our center. Will recycle. Will manage it, and so forth. That's why we have we have completed that part also. Now they are using that uh, as part of the discussions for the strategy that they formulated by the Department of Water and Sanitation.
1: I like that because one of the things that I read in the documentation that that you sent me and and that I see on your website mm. and from the discussions we've had before we started recording was that term inclusive thinking and and serving more than one objective mm. at the same time. Yes. I mean it's a it's a holistic way of seeing things. You you called it closing a loop. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's actually the correct word is holistic. So we're not
0: a company that just provides a product mm. or necessarily a service. We had to look at sanitation as a holistic, uh, of out of a holistic approach. Um, so, if, whether from design, manufacturing, distribution, construction, and then ongoing operation and maintenance, we had to focus on all those aspects to actually make this a workable and sustainable solution. Um, so that that 's our main focus we 're not just a company that provides a product and up and leave you know the community to to deal with it themselves and I think it 's maybe important for the listeners as well to understand the areas we 're working in uh, This is not formal urban areas mm. it 's extreme rural areas with little to no infrastructure so you, you don 't have the normal solutions to, you know, to your disposal, so you need to look
1: at alternative solutions and and that 's what we and where we like to focus. Uh- I hear that word again: sustainable. Yeah. Um, and it's about not just dropping your product, installing your product, and then leaving, and then yeah. you know, there's there's no follow up on that, mm-hmm. no no after sales service, if I can call it yeah. for mm-hmm. a lack of better terms. So just to put it
0: in perspective, um, and and just touching on that now specifically, that's why we developed the Amalulu app because there was a, a, a huge communication gap between you know rural community members and the suppliers of products mm. i mean if something goes wrong we can in an urban area we pick up the phone and call a, a plumber to come out and they will come and assist us but what do these people do exactly there's nobody to call the municipality doesn't have the infrastructure or the know-how um, to do the operation and maintenance or repairs or you know whatever it might be so we had to close that communication gap and, and that's why we specifically did the omolulu app and then uh, why we established these centers within the community to serve the community on the sanitation yeah.
1: I also heard you you saying that you mentioned the safe project um, and, and and talking about sustainability it's one thing to to go in and uh, uh, place a latrine in a community um and it's not quite safe. I mean, you spoke about, you, you only mentioned two lives that were lost due to unsafe latrines. I mean, if if now a company or an organization or a, uh, like Amalulu comes, comes about with a technology that is safe, safe to use, that's also sustainable at the end of the day because, I mean, it's no use to have a latrine standing there, but nobody wants to use it because what if they fall into it and, and they can lose their life or, you know, so that safety is part of the sustainability of yeah it's your a product. crucial
0: aspect to to the sustainability mm-hmm. uh, we also recently just concluded our iso audit and Agrima audit and i think these things are, are extremely important especially in our industry you know to regulate uh, quality and, and standards especially on the school sanitation like rocky mentioned earlier on um,
1: I mean, these are things that
0: just can't be neglected
1: mm. It's about delivering that quality as well. We spoke about the the safety aspect, but now that you're talking about your your accreditation, that focuses to me on the quality of your products um the durability for that matter, the the types of material environmental friendliness of your products and and yeah. complying to certain standards and requirements and regulation. So
0: a lot of our raw materials, our product is actually 100% recyclable. Um, we obviously try to be as sustainable as possible in the manufacturing of our products, and then um, the environmental impact of our product is, is it's more a benefit than it is a you know a threat. Um, so we we do seal our, all our substructures so we don't contaminate any underground water resources. And like Boas mentioned, we actually recycle all the organic waste and, and use it as ground filler or uh, fertilizer, so it's actually more benefit to the environment than necessarily a threat yeah. mm.
2: and the other thing um you know the research and development department we normally get feedback for a committee about the product. any design that is being done within amalud is being informed by the experience that we receive and the feedback that we are getting from communities, so anything that we amend or redesign or reshape in our technology in our our product is because of the feedback that we are receiving from the community.
0: Based on the needs and wants of the community, I mean, at the end of the day, they are the ones using these uh, technologies. Uh, A simple example is we recently started implementing a grab rail within our structure because there's a lot of elderly people um, you know that that doesn't always have the means for somebody to help them. It's it's small small things, but it makes a huge impact, you know, on their daily lives. So we focus even on the on the little things that might bring about, you know, great benefit to the people.
3: Yeah, maybe one one might ask uh, themselves uh, how how the system work. Uh, it's a uh, yeah, we are doing a dry a dry system. There is um. Umbrella word that is used um, in in this um, uh, uh, business that they have a VIP, very uh, ventilated improved pit latrine. So we want to take this opportunity to distance ourselves from that. We are we are not VIP. We are dry system. Why well, I'm saying that? Um, uh, the system, the way it is designed. Um, you have uh, before you. You set it up, you have to break the ground uh, prepare prepare the slab, prepare the slab in 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 the in the in the ground, and then you you put the what you call the substructure it's an underground um, uh, structure where all human deposits will be in and then uh, on the surface, then you put your base and you put your top structure up um we have a van pipes at the back. It it helps the the underground structure to breathe. And then on the toilet seat, the the pedestal, there's what we call a separator uh, underneath. That device, it's there mainly to separate uh, what yeah. it gets deposited below yes, yeah. low ground, yeah, yeah. so yeah. it doesn't Ur- come back. Urine and feces at source. Yeah, yeah. And then if 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 you connect it and then you, you 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 catch your urine and then it goes outside. The toilet doesn't go inside. Oh. Yes. So with the VIP, with the VIP, everything gets mixed. Um, my CEO used to say, "We are designed that way." Uh, urine come out from the other side, and the feces come out from the other side mm-hmm. so it's it's how God made us mm-hmm. so we we are we are trying to do that as with, as Amalulu with your products with our products yeah, so we, we, tried, separate.
0: we sorry yeah. rocky, we yeah. tried to simplify sanitation as as best as possible, and the human body separates uh, you know solid organic waste from urine at source, so we just stuck to that principle and um, you know, the benefits and the simplicity of the sanitation system just came about from that, basically. Um, the moment you put the, those two together, you, you need to work with sewage, you know, and there's a lot of waterborne diseases. That's a whole new problem that you create. Um, I mean, obviously, waterborne sanitation does have a place. Um, um, but like I said, we mostly specialize in rural areas. And these solutions need to be sustainable for long periods of time without any maintenance. Um, so that 's basically the main concept, um, but I think if if the listeners want to just have a look on the website or, or, or our youtube channel as well there 's some very nice explanatory videos of exactly how the how the system functions
1: we 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 mentioned and spoke about the the safety aspect of your products, but certainly one of the main concerns and and Paul mentioned that and, and I think all three of you mentioned that uh, is the word health the health the health of of how it works and how it functions. The health of, you know, we're talking about human waste. We're talking about feces. We're talking about urine. Those kind of things are filled with bacteria. Um, and certainly your products cater for health to make it healthy for the for the consumer, the end user, um, healthy for the environment. And then a very interesting thing that I heard in Porsche was it gets recycled and what i read in your documentation and on your website to the extent that it can be used as compost now that's a, a, that's a, on the one side it is a scary thought <laughs> because how is that even remotely possible we do know the dangers and the risk of those bacteria in in the in the human excrement um and 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 the diseases that it can cause. So on the one side, I want to ask how it's it's scary to think that what can be recycled and applied as compost, but on the other side, it is extremely exciting. And that's that's the that's the reason why I invited you guys to come and have this podcast and this conversation, so that people know about this kind of innovative thinking, this kind of innovative products that exist. How does that work? Please tell us how does that work?
0: Yeah, so it, it's quite difficult to actually believe that, that that is possible, but um so it's it's important to understand that it's a complete dry system. So the solid human waste obviously gets uh separated from hand washed water and urine. So it uh, we collect all the solid human waste in the bottom container, pathogens immediately start dying off within the first two hours. Oh wow. And then we will periodically, four times a year, uh, visit a household. We will rake the drop zone to the back of the substructure. So it will be a a clean, fresh drop area for for the user. We'll leave that organic waste for another four months within the chamber. And then after the four months, we will come and collect it. Then that is completely dry, dried out, um, uh, dry organic waste that we run through a shredding machine um and it actually looks like soil when it comes through the sh- shredding machine you will never even know it's it's, it's uh, organic waste so it's 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 a lengthier process but um just to put it in perspective a, a human being excretes uh, urinates 10 times more than he actually excretes, mm. um solid human waste so if we can remove that water content and urine content from the substructure I mean, you you prolong the length of your substructure by 10 years. So that's the main concept of it. And I mean, it is quite difficult to understand and believe it, you actually have to see it. Practical. Yeah, Mm. practical, Um, but we're very excited about it and we're busy with our accreditation as well now to be able to actually sell this fertilizer you know, on the commercial market as well.
2: Yeah, because we are also in peace with the Department of Water and Sanitation Uh, about the the model is going to be a model this program of operation maintenance and uh, to be more community driven and community based where you allow community to take full ownership and appreciate this and uh, I think we have demonstrated that in the pilot project we are running anyone who want to come practically and visit they are welcome they can see and the other thing that we also do we have what you call a, a user education, mm. right, which which goes with the health and hygiene educations. We have people who are employed locally, who are doing, you know, house visits. When they do house visit, they always educate people about, you know, risk issues around uh, health and hygiene matters. So we we normally do that. We educate them, and we we have in our door we we have our poster, our sticker where there's a message that is there. That message is there at the back of the door, 24 hours. If you visit, you know, your your toilet, mm. you will read while you are performing or releasing yourself mm. there. You will read all the messages, things that we don't want, mm. uh, you know, the do and don't, 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 so you will have it uh, uh, practically. And the other thing, for, for, for the program to become successful like this, right, you need, you know, communities to be involved. You have to bring them on board. Remember, there's a cultural part of it where people will question why you are taking our our faces out, <laughs> outside, <laughs> uh, outside. Why are you doing that? Yeah. So there are cultural issues that we have to also sensitize people mm. about it and get them to support you so that we can able to drive this program. It's not easy. Mm. So, but once you, you work with people, definitely, and allow them to take full ownership uh, and so forth, not leading them, not allow them to lead the process. And you work as a support uh, uh, agent. You, you are there just to support them, advise them on certain aspect, but allow them to take full ownership. You'll enjoy that program. So that's so, why so I think that is our principle. Uh, Luma early mentioned about the bottom-up approach you know, if you want to be successful in any development in the community, we have to work with people on mm. the ground. Mm. The top-down approach is not working. Yeah. It's not sustainable. So that's why we are preaching. Anything that we do, we work with people on the ground. Mm. Yes, there are authorities that we should have to inform them. But normally, if you, you, you work with those authorities, can be local municipalities, they don't have sense of agency. Mm. They take their time. Now, obviously our role is to go on the ground and we work with traditional leaders because they are there as a permanent leadership resources Mm. that are there in the communities. And we work with them and we work directly with world counselors. Because if you go to the officials, they will only entertain you if they are going to benefit out of what you are bringing. Mm. But if they are not benefiting anything, they're not going to be interested to assist you. Exactly. So what we do, we go down to the people. And we get, you know, support from the traditional leaders and the word counsellors. In that particular area, we start implementing whatever we want to implement as an intervention in that community.
1: I wanted to ask about where your products are manufactured. Obviously, Amalulu, you mentioned the name Amalulu. We're in South Africa, Haleka, South African name. So obviously, you're a South African company. Right. And you're based here in Pretoria. You've got a footprint in South Africa, all around the country, as well as internationally. But where are your... Who designs? Is it is it internally designed? Um, and, and, and where is it manufactured? Where are these products of yours manufactured? So they're manufactured locally at our factory in Pretoria. And like I
0: said, we have another branch in Bloemfontein. Um, and everything is is done in-house so we do our own research and development um, manufacturing there's obviously a few components that we might outsource um, but everything is done in house yeah
1: and then secondly i wanted to ask Mpur i heard a couple of minutes ago that you said something about um you can train people to do installations for you for of your products is that true so you can you can sort of cooperate with installers
2: Yes, I think we, we have a program, we we have uh, our own uh, training manual or a uh, training guide on how to install our product. We even provide training internally, even externally. Uh, you know, some group will definitely come to effect, we train them how to install Amalulu uh, sanitation uh, technology or system. And sometimes you go on-site. So we all even do on-site training for the contractors. We trained their teams on how to install. And after that, we gave them certificate as a sort of accreditation installers of a Malulu product. So we issued those certificate for them.
1: And there's a specific reason why I asked that. You have to to remember that the, a, a great part of our audience are actually plumbers. Yes. And and it, w- what did you call it, Rocky, when, when uh, we just shook hands just before we started recording today? As you said, we are in what business? <laughs> 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 That's why I was and, asking about and censorship. <laughs> 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 and the fact is that, you know, the, the people listening to this are going to be interested in saying, how can we join? Um, join... Your projects. How can we join, take hands with you, in making a difference in civilization, making a difference to society, eventually making a difference to, um, to the world. Because if I think of this innovation, this I- innovative technology that we're discussing here today, the first thing that comes to my mind is, where's it been all these years? I mean, hey, come on, guy, the guys, the world needs to know about this. The mm. world needs to know about Definitely. this because. The impact thereof is so positive and it can it is such it can make such a huge, huge difference.
2: Definitely. And I think to add on that, the other thing that we do for those people who are being, you know, appointed, you know, to install or to construct uh the the, the sanitational toilets uh from our side is Amalulu, we work with them we don't only uh, sell Mm -hmm. the product to you, but we we are concerned about the quality also, Mm -hmm. which means we have people on the ground who visits your site, your construction site, to make sure that you even comply uh, with with our quality management system, because we have also certain standards that we have to make sure that you you follow those standards. And that's why we, we don't even charge any fee for training. The reason for that we, we we want to make sure that when you, you construct those toilets, you comply with our quality standard. That's why we worked very close with those guys on site.
0: I think maybe just to, to come back to your question, Willem, is um, so we mo- mainly focused on government tender projects. Um, I think this is important for the listeners just to understand um, if they want to get involved. So we mostly work on government uh, tender specific projects, but we also work a lot on CSI projects, so uh, corporate social investment projects. And I think that's, that's where a lot of people can get involved in. Um, as Rocky mentioned, big corporate companies have, have sponsored quite a few schools already. Um, and I mean, it's, it's a great add on to, to a CSI project for any company and the impact that it has and the actual sustainability. And it's it's a tangible investment for a company on their CSI projects. So, yeah, we would like to invite anybody, especially CSI. And like Rocky said, the impact that it has on the children, it's it's actually amazing to to see the difference, you know, once these units are installed and they actually have access to sanitation. I,
1: that's it. I mean, the fact that you're saying that's an, a tangible investment for whoever invests, The the fact is you're investing in your country in the development of your country, the upliftment of society, of our people. I mean restoring that dignity. Ah, oh, I love that word. I get chills and goosebumps every time. Because it is, I mean, to our listeners out there, imagine not having proper sanitation. Where's your where's your excrement gonna go? Where's your urine gonna go? Imagine not having that. Yeah, it's like waking it's, up
0: in the morning. You need to go to school, and you know there's absolutely there's, there. there's going to be no facility. Um, and how many school days are actually lost? You know, especially on the girls. Sometimes they stay awake for two weeks. Um, so you're talking about hundreds of school days being lost. Um, you know, on the educational side of it. Uh, That's the one side and the other side is the dignity side. I mean, where do you go? Where do you relieve yourself?
3: And also to control um, diseases, uh, water-related diseases.
1: Mm the hygiene yeah, your your you,
3: yeah, you you diarrhea and your typhoid if you if you if you, if you don't have um, a safe place to put the human deposits so the young ones are exposed to such diseases Yeah,
0: the impact that I has on the economy is uh, ridiculous so you know it's a great investment uh, um Not just on on, on the product itself and the project, but, you know, into into human dignity, health and hygiene. and, And that's what we stand for and like to, you know, that's our vision and mission.
1: Listen, guys, we can go on, continue for hours on this subject, because I find it extremely, extremely interesting. Um, and I do I, I know for a fact that our listeners are gonna enjoy this conversation as well. They would want to make contact with you, perhaps. How can they get hold of Amalulu? Uh, so they can either visit our website. It's just uh,
0: www.amalulu.com. Um, they can also just go on our YouTube channel. It's uh, under Amalulu. We're on Twitter and Facebook. So uh, basically on all the social media platforms. Um, they can also just contact our office directly at 012 333 8326. And our email address is info at
1: amalulu.co.za. Let's just spell that Amalulu to you. It's A M A
0: L O O O.
1: Amalulu. Yes. <laughs> listen any last words to our listeners out there um any words of encouragement motivation or any exciting news that you would like to i know that you spoke about it um.
0: yeah so we've got a couple of uh, new products that we're launching pretty soon um one of it is our new milu dry sanitation system it's launched launching now in october we're extremely excited about it so it's just, uh, it's like a 2.0 version on the current one. So there's a lot of improvements on it um, and we're very excited. And then the other one is we recently parted, uh, partnered with a UK based company called Propel Air. Um, they developed a low flush system that flushes on one and a half liters of water and compressed air. Uh, we've evaluated the product ourselves for a couple of months uh, mm-hmm. under you know intense scrutiny. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're happy to to report that we are extremely excited about this project, and I think it's going to change the face of of urban sanitation definitely.
1: Yeah. Listen, I I want to thank the three of you again. Rocky, thanks a stack. Mpo, thank you. Thanks, Lamar, Thank wish. you. Relum, thanks, thanks for having us. us. Thanks, thanks not only for joining me in this podcast, but thanks for what you guys are doing, and and the difference that your your services and your products make to world. Finally, it's time to switch off this engine. Cheerio. Man in
0: the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion. <laughs>